in three, two, one. Welcome everyone to the Half and Half Podcast, episode six. It's your boy, Jeremiah, and it has been quite an eventful week. Very eventful to the point where I've been learning a lot more about myself. And I know I say that every week, but this week was definitely like eye-opening on myself, people I want to hang out with, certain emotions I like or don't like, just the overall aspect of, I guess, having a social life was, you know, put in center stage, the spotlight was on that part of my life last week, and, you know, we just keep learning, keep understanding ourselves, and, you know, with that information, we just try our best to hopefully, you know, get somewhere with it. So, you know, I keep saying you know, you know you know, but... (laughs) to get into it like I said my social life last week was very highlighted but I'll get to that soon starting off I always start off with school so (sighs) school's not getting any better bro school is not is very stressful It's very tasking, even though I'm not doing a lot because I'm falling behind and slacking. But that's how it be, sadly for me. It's very much there, but I am pushing it to the side at times, and... Yeah, it's a positive for my mental health, but it's also a negative because, you know, when it when stuff piles up, that's when it will get more stressful and the last minute studying and the last minute asking for help or asking for ways to study, get by, adds even more stress than breaking it down day by day. Still learning how to do that. I need to put way more effort into that. And then, hopefully, I'll get somewhere with school, and I won't be over it as much. We'll see. (laughs) I had an exam today. First out of three. Mm, (laughs) Not sure how I did. But one done, two more to go. Nervous, of course. Excited to get it over with. So, it can be like somewhat new slate till next exam, you know? But, disregarding school, this week I'm going to the Twice concert in LA. So if anyone is going to be there, let's meet up. Let's... You know, stand twice together, listening to all their songs. Going to see my bias, Mina, you know. Oh, I'm excited. But I haven't been examined the next day, so I'm just like, 
this concert better be worth it. <laughs> it better be worth it. And I have an exam the same day, so I'm taking an exam, then doing the, the day trip to L.A. concert, then back. Then I go to bed, then I wake up to an exam. <laughs> that seems like a lot, but I will get through it, hopefully, and pass my exams with flying, flying colors. So that's my school life. More about me and just me. I feel like I'm at, I said this last week, I'm in the okay to good, like in between there could be better I feel like this week instead I'm leaning more towards okay than good just due to stuff that's went down but we move and we learn and we understand and we grow hopefully in due time yeah personally I'm at an alright mind space gaining more clarity on certain things Understanding myself more, like I said. Trying new things, seeing what works and doesn't work. Reaching out to certain people. Reaching out to family. Being able to talk to my mom more about certain things. Definitely does help. Because somehow she's always right when it comes to everything. And I'm just like, huh? (laughs) Huh? Even if I want to prove her wrong at times it's hard it's difficult that mother's instinct you know motherly instinct she got it so shout out to her on this valentine's day shout out all the moms all the single mothers all the moms because they are just amazing especially mine especially mine so during i guess a hectic week mentally and emotionally socially her and a couple of my friends along the way have been able to straighten me out, make sure that my headspace, I'm in the right headspace, and definitely goes a long way. Because I usually, I used to not have the, those type of outlets before. So, like I said, when the trying new things, you know, opening up to certain people, being more personal and vulnerable when it comes to giving and taking advice, listening, understanding, even if they're wrong. Because I really go by this quote, I forget by who, but I learned it over, I guess, the winter break, so December, January, this past December, January, and it goes like the fool is one who argues when corrected. The student of life, whether right or wrong, will listen. Because even if you're in the right, and especially when you're in the wrong, you're you're able to learn anything from anyone. It can be the most minute thing to the biggest detail that you're going to need for said conversation you are going to learn something from someone if you just take the time to listen and understand. Even if it doesn't relate or pertain to you, you will learn something, and it may come up 
you never know because life is so unexpected and random when it comes to certain events when it's your time to do something when you need to step up when you need to be that light to someone so it really helps to just understand and to be able to sympathize or empathize empathize yeah with with someone like that and when you do you create possibly new friendships bonds and then you're just breaking down those barriers and then you two are continuing learning about each other and then next thing you know you just gain so much knowledge and knowledge is power so you just utilize that information to the best of your ability which i guess moves on to towards the social aspect of my life what i said like highlighted this or the past week and definitely up and down up and down to start off let me start by saying how for me I am able to notice sometimes. I'm not going to say 100% of the time because, you know, that's probably false. Most likely false. There are probably times I've been caught slipping. But what I was going to say is that when it comes to tension and awkwardness, like reading the room and certain vibes and moods for people, I feel like I do a... A, a damn good job noticing when it's there or not. The thing is, what do I do about it is the question, you know? Because I can have that tension and that awkwardness. And of course, you want to keep it cordial, be acquaintances. But sometimes it's difficult. It feels fake, that facade, that persona that you're having to just hold something that really isn't there, the acting ability that some people have to do that, crazy. Because when I try to do that, like sometimes I can get away with it, like not get away with it for other people, just with myself, like mentally, physically, because when I do that, my body just doesn't feel right at times, you know, because it's not real. But at other times... I I can get away with it, and if that awkward tension goes away and there are actually some quote-unquote vibes between, like, me and said person, said people, definitely that weird feeling does go away momentarily. But after said event, said conversation, said whatever, whatever, it it comes back, or I look back at it, look back at it, <laughs> and I'm just like, huh, that was weird, but I don't mind, you know, now I'm just like, okay, let's see what next time would bring along, and that was one thing I went through last week, hanging out 
with some friends or acquaintances outside of like class and I noticed I felt that tension there and it was definitely weird and I was trying my best to keep it cordial and like acquaintance like but it just at some point it just made me uncomfortable like we weren't talking and that's normal because there are like so many people in the room I'm not going to be around them all the time but even then just them being in the same room it was just like huh huh that like the aura it's like if we were in like hmm Dragon Ball Z and you know you see Goku or like Vegeta powering up and you have the aura like around them their key like the color of the key and how large it is and stuff like that for me it's like I had that sense <laughs> I saw the person and it was just like aura I, like you just see like this wave of like energy of feelings of emotions around them and it's just like it's not good <laughs> And, you know, that's only an assumption. That's just basically what I feel. And I'm sure that's not for everyone. Because, again, everyone has different perspectives, opinions, thoughts on people, what things are done, uh, just opinions themselves, anything. So I could be saying this and someone could be saying the exact opposite and to each their own. Like, I ain't going to bash. That's petty. Like, I'd be knowing people that bash others or distance and, you know, ruin friendships because of someone someone else's opinion. And that's sad. Just seeing how I've lost some friends or the close friends around me have lost some people in their lives because of, like, a third-party scenario, you know? And... It is annoying, and people either take it with, like, anger, like the revenge-type beat, or, like, the disappointment and the revenge-type beat. Um, For me, though, like, if it's an assumption, you know, if it's false, there is no truth to it. I know it's not true. The people around me know it's not true. For like the fewest, the fewest, the first few seconds, I'll be like, what the fuck? Golly, who the heck would say that? And then I'm like, wait, this shit's not true. Why am I like mad? (laughs) It is not true at all. I don't need to waste my energy, waste the breath, waste the extra air to rant about something that's not even true. Because from my perspective, yeah, there is always some truth to what is said and that just goes along with perspectives and what people have gone through in life I'm not saying all of it's true maybe out of one big whole fabrication a part of it there may be some truth hidden behind that 
doesn't you know make up for the whole ass lie but there is reasoning to what was said and that reasoning is that small truth and then you can connect the two to see how they you know blew it out of proportion people be talking that ish you know um lost my train of thought for a second but what i was trying to say oh yeah what i was trying to say is yes there is always some truth to what is said maybe not like with the whole picture maybe like one corner of it yeah but from my perspective there is more truth to how someone reacts to certain situations so if someone were to make some whole ass fabrication some lie some bs and word got around to the person they were talking about and they got angry and petty about it i'm sitting there like wait a minute is it true there might ha- there might be some truth to it you know cuz how are you gonna get so pissed off over a lie like i understand like being mad is valid of course like all emotions are valid but from my perspective again this is not for everyone some people disagree with this already some people agree some people are just like are you even making sense and sometimes i do question but right now <laughs> from my perspective if someone is making up some lies about you and you take that shit to heart and you get mad about it you get pissed off about it i have like the validation to think that it may be true because you should not be so riled up riled up about a lie it's false for it's false for a reason you don't need to be mad over something that's not real like being annoyed being disappointed like why would you say that i'm freaking disappointed now i just got to now i have to go around and double check with everyone yada 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 and i'm annoyed but to be pissed off about it like that's where i see that there's like some truth hidden behind it even if you don't want to admit it there is some truth that could be like some projection of insecurities and that is you know noticeable very noticeable that's why again like i said when it comes to assumptions i don't really do much about them cuz they're false for a reason the people that i want in my life the real ones the people that i appreciate in my life will understand or take that time to understand because i had a friend who was listening to someone bullshitting about me and they straight up called me and they're like bro i need to hear your perspective like thank you that's all we need in life 
just people who can listen and try to understand both perspectives before making a decision. And I told my side, and said person was like, "Yeah, you're you're right." And I'm like, "Yay!" Even if they were like, "Oh, I still agree with this person," I would still appreciate it. I still would appreciate it because they heard both sides, and I can't be mad at that because it's not a biased perspective anymore. It's not one-sided. Even if said person is wrong and they chose that side, of course. Again, like going back, I'd be a little annoyed and disappointed, but I wouldn't be pissed off about it because they heard out both sides, and at the end of the day, we can only do so much for people. <laughs> so, when it comes to, I guess, reading the room and having that tension it is very noticeable for me at times and it's hard for me to fake being cordial i mean i wouldn't say it's faking being cordial because i you know would want to keep like said vibes to that acquaintance friend level but there are just some moments where it's it takes more to do that. And I notice that too within myself. I'm just like sitting there and my body's just like, this don't feel right. But if I were to do something else that might be viewed as sketchy or distancing or standoffish, so understandable it very is understandable why people do stuff like that because just you don't want to ruin the vibes i've been that type of person before just having a bad day going through some shit then going out with friends and just being in the corner of the room just like <sighs> girls 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 i'm always down bad always heartbroken I'm crying over this one, that one. And, you know, and then people would check in on me, and I'm just like, ah, uh, now all the attention's on me, and uh, I shouldn't have gone out. Damn it. <sighs> Sucks. But it is a learning experience. Just gotta prioritize myself when it comes to stuff like that. If I'm not feeling good, mentally or emotionally I, I shouldn't force myself to go out let me take that time to myself or to the people that are emotionally available at the moment to help or try their best to help get me through certain situations and it is what it is it is what it is so I've been talking about tension, and I've been talking about personas and facades and reading the room and just being true to yourself and learning who you can hang out with. 
all that stems from confrontation. Or for me this past week. And, you know, you know, you know, you know, you know, you know. Golly, take a shot every time I say you know. <laughs> you know, you know, you know. No, got him. <laughs> Ugh. Confrontation, I'm not the best at it. I really am not. I'm not afraid of confrontation, nor does it worry me. I'm just not good at it. <laughs> like, literally, I'm just not good at it. I'm always, like, able to confront, to criticize, to do that type of stuff. And I'm always, you know, able to be on the opposite end, the one being confronted, the one taking criticism. Even though, like, at times, you know, it may hurt, but that's just real, you know? Shot. <laughs> that's just real. And the reason why I say I'm not the best at confrontation I would say it's my overthinking perfectionist mindset literally because after every confrontation I somehow come up with what to say but it's too late because the confrontation is over with I'm running the scenario that's in my head and I'm like in the shower in my bed playing a video game and I'm just like yada 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 he from Cambridge. An Eminem, 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 Like, dang. Where was this in the heat of the moment, bro? Like, I had all the bars ready after, after game, after game day, bro. Like, I was ready after the game. Like, come on. That confrontation was the warm up. I need to be warmed up so I could stay ready. Like, uh, it's it's annoying because I've gotten into like arguments, certain conf- confrontations in the past week, and I just I blank at times, or I'm just not prepared because literally anything could happen. Like, of course, you'll have the basis of what y'all are talking about but I'm there but not really there and I'll be talking and I'll be making some points of course and I'll be able I'm able to shut people shit down at times at times calling them out and they're quiet or they move on to the next topic or they'll just give me some BS reason why they can't say this or that and I'm just like got him in my head of course that would be petty of me (laughs) if I were just mid argument be like got him you don't got shit (laughs) you're not saying shit right now fuck with me like (laughs) no (laughs) oh gosh but for real like I'll have those moments so I'm not saying I'm like the worst I am not that good at all Maybe times. Okay, let's give myself a little bit more leeway. Leeway. Let's say I'm all right at confrontation. But if I had my mindset after, like post confrontation, during a confrontation, it's a wrap. It's a wrap. 
I'm pretty sure most of the time if I had the like the post confrontation me is like game sticks clay. 81 point game Kobe. But the shit really comes out. <laughs> like, there are few moments where I'm just on it the whole time. And life would be so much easier if I weren't on it all the time. And honestly, I could be. Because when it comes to confrontation and talking to people, it I need to make it more on my own accords you feel like i'm always such the follower like you got the people coming up to me as like oh can we talk oh can we do this oh how how's this oh yada 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 and you know they're planning shit behind the scenes you know when the shot <laughs> you know shot like <laughs> uh it's they're planning behind the scenes, and I'm just sitting there like, okay, I'm just going to go out there, be fully transparent and honest with myself and to them. No preparation, no nothing. Because learning in life that being prepared is actually understanding that you can't prepare for everything, you know? Shot. <laughs> you can't... Because there's so many scenarios and situations in life. You can only do so much preparation before it's go time. And the things that you prepare for are the things that usually never come up. It's like a college exam. Professors tell you to read four chapters of a textbook and do, like, 50 practice problems for an exam for only, like, one-tenth of all of that to be on the actual exam. And I'm just like, it makes sense why professors want you to learn, try to learn so much as possible because you never know what will be in the exam. You never know what will what life will have in store. And that's a good like connection, I guess. College is useful sometimes. Sometimes. It'd be messing with my mental health, though. <laughs> but like I said, I usually go into confrontations and arguments 99% of the time because there are there have been moments where I've prepared for like arguments and stuff like that and confrontation and and what's the word in, in interventions like I remember me and a couple friends did an intervention for a friend on some stuff and we f we freaking made the whole a whole ass document about what we're gonna talk about and how we're gonna go about it, and it was just named "fuck going on." I'm just like, hell yeah, we got the dream team. <laughs> that is like one of the most recent memories I've had of like 
preparing to talk to someone. Every other time, I'm just going in there, and I'm just like, whatever comes up in the moment comes up in the moment. But that usually leads to what I was just talking about, that post, the post-conversation. I'm, like, thinking, like, oh, I could have popped off if I wanted to. I could have said this. I could have said that. I'm in the shower, and I'm just like, wait a minute. They said this when they said that. I got to call them out for not keeping that same energy. And I'm just like, damn it. I mean, it's the overthinking mindset. Like, the scenario's done, but I'm constantly thinking about the scenario and what I could have done differently. And it's not healthy. It's not healthy, but... It's out of my control at times. It's natural. Like, I'll just be doing some work, and it'll just come up. And, you know, that it's unhealthy distraction, but it's out of my control. Like, there's so many what-ifs, and I shouldn't be so, so, like, held up on the what-ifs, but at times, they're just so glaring, jarring, jarring, so noticeable, yeah, sure, yes, (laughs) so noticeable about how I work and stuff like that, which, you know, shot, makes me want to try and rearrange, maybe for next time. But again, next time's always going to be different. It's never going to be the same. So, to summarize, I am alright at confrontation. Not really scared. Don't like it. Don't hate it. Again, alright with it. But it's always after the confrontation where like a flame is ignited and I'm able to somehow tie up all loose ends and create more loose ends on their end. And I'm just like, if only I had that in the heat of the moment. Kind of like I cracked under pressure, I folded. Which sucks. But again, lack of preparation time does that to you. And I guess I need to realize and understand that when it comes to stuff like that, preparation doesn't really mess around with the transparency or honesty because I'm still being transparent and honest about myself and to them. It's just on paper. It's just I'm here to remember it, baby girl. Like... Because there are just confrontations. Well, people are like, I got receipts. I got receipts. I got receipts. And I'm just like, is this like your life's work, bro? Is this, was this like your moment? We Have you been waiting your whole life for just this moment to call something out? And I'm just like, you haven't done this before. What 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 happened to, you know, keeping that energy? Now, a lot of people be doing that. Uh, they be doing some shit. 
someone calls them out. Eh, no, you can't do that. Someone else will, you know, shot. <laughs> recreate that energy. Or not re reciprocate, not recreate. <laughs> reciprocate that energy. And then they'll be like, no, stop that. And I'm just like, huh? But you just did that. Wait a second. No way. No way. You can't. That That's what pisses me off a lot. People aren't, like, keeping that same energy with themselves. And I'm just like, huh? Why? Like, why are you putting yourself on that pedestal? Why do you see yourself as, like, better? And I'm, you know, shot. <laughs> I'm pretty sure most of the time, again, not all the time, most of the time, it's not on purpose. It's like, an, it's like a natural thing for people. They're not going to be like, okay, today I'm better than everyone. Today I got this shit. Today is only me. Just me. For other people, it's more subtle. They'll, they'll have said actions, said words. Like, look what I'm going through. Stuff like that. The, the guilt-tripping gaslight like form of, I'm better, you know? <laughs> Don't you know what I'm going through? Like, huh? I mean, yeah, I empathize and sympathize, but is it necessary for me to know everything? I think not. Yeah, knowledge is power, but I don't need to know everything. Like, sure, if you're comfortable with it, tell me about it, but like... It goes both ways, too. If you're comfortable about it, you gotta check if I'm comfortable with it. It's just stuff like that. You got certain actions of people and not even being able to say hi to certain people. Just, like, brushing them off like, ill, <laughs> ill. that's, that's not love, bro. That's not love. Like, <laughs> mm. but at the end of the day, again, we can only do so much for people. But yeah, that's really a thing about confrontations that I don't mess with. Because a lot of the times, it is that. It is people making it about them when they're doing the confrontation about someone else. You call someone out, but you make it about yourself. It's very selfish. Very selfish. But people don't really care. Straight up. Straight up. <laughs> And it's a harsh truth. We're not forced to care. Not everyone needs or wants to care. You just have... One, the people that have been through so much. To understand that someone caring goes a long way. Or you just have the real ones in your life that are just willing to try to understand. Like I said, and 
are willing to see it from both perspectives if or if there's more and when it comes to that it, it goes a long way because yeah I appreciate it when people listen to me but it goes beyond that because I don't want it to be hive mind I don't want people to say yes to me all the time you know because again I'm not right all the time I've been wrong plenty of times I've admitted my faults I've apologized for the things I've done I've learned and I've grown and that's what we constantly do as people or most people (laughs) so again I'm not one to be afraid of like I said confrontation if you're gonna call me out let me know about it. Baby girl, let me know about it. Tell me what's up. What's on your mind. Tell me what I'm doing wrong. And we can get somewhere with that. You see? So, I want to go over one more topic today. And it's basically the combination of everything. Or, I guess, yeah, the combination of everything. So, we have awkward tension. We have facades and the gut or certain parts of your body telling you, like, oh, these people aren't got the bad juju, the bad vibes. It's not love out here, you know? (laughs) You got confrontations, people making it about themselves, hypocrisy not keeping that same energy, it's the same thing, listening, but not really listening, I didn't even say that, or talk about it, but it's a reason, or it's a part of why, for me, when I see confrontations, they really don't get anywhere, or when I'm a part of confrontations, because it's always one or both sides, just, he said, she said, from my perspective, it was, from my perspective, they said, from my perspective, she said, from my perspective, he did. And it's just a whole bunch of perspectives and then people bringing out receipts. And But I thought you said this. No, I said that. Are you sure? Well, yeah, it's myself. <laughs> like, are you questioning what I said? Yeah. Wait a minute. Like, are you trying to gaslight me? Oh, no. <laughs> So, I guess what I'm trying to talk about for this last topic is how ugly certain emotions are on people. And that was very noticeable this past week. And... It's sad. It's very sad. Because you... You see people... And it's not even people... I mean, no. Because this, again, happens to everyone. This could be people I know. This could not be people I know. This is just life. This is just the human race. But to be more 
Pacific. Pacific Ocean. I own every ocean. <laughs> Frank Ocean. Yeah. So, to be more specific, <laughs> there you go. English language. Talking about how certain people in my life, they have certain emotions that come out. You know, shot. <laughs> certain emotions that anyone could have. Happiness, sadness, anger, confusion, bitterness. Do I not know any more emotions? Dang, that's sad. <laughs> Jealousy. <laughs> Ugh, is hypocrisy an emotion? Yeah, sure. We're making up emotions. Well, when someone lies, the emotion they have with lying, sure. Confidence, sure. I need more adjectives for emotions. Oh my gosh. I'm in college, bro, and I don't know any more emotions. What has college done to me? <laughs> I should stop being a STEM major. Let me be business. Easier on my mental health. <laughs> but, you know, certain feelings, certain emotions <laughs> that people have, it's ugly when it's on them. And it's sad to see. Scenarios including people being sad. And it goes back to episode four, facing your feelings and how people cope and people try to get through things. So you could be getting over a breakup, a death in the family, a loss of a friend, like not like death, loss, like separation, you know. Y'all are distancing because some shit went down. And, you know, how shot. <laughs> I keep saying, you know, so many times, bro. That's my filler word. It used to be bruh. I used to say bruh so much time, so many times. Bruh, vibes, fuck going on, yikes. Those are like my filler words. And now, you know, <laughs> you know. Reset? No, <laughs> so, yeah. We go back to episode four, facing your feelings. And you have how, certain ways of how people cope with their emotions. And from my eyes, it's just sad, dude. It's just sad. Like, why, why are you hurting your mental and emotional health more when you're at a low state already? Like, yes, it may be easier, but in order for the things that we want in life, we want if we want to improve, we want to reach our goals, aspirations, to get better, improve ourselves in any aspect, it's not going to be easy. And you know <laughs> that, <laughs> that facing certain challenges in life you you may have to do it when you're not ready. Especially because knowing when you're ready, and that goes back to episode three about timing, 
knowing when you're ready is very difficult. Like, I base it off when I'm not ready. And when I have that feeling of being not ready less, like, oh, last week I was like, I'm not going to do this shit. And then this week I'm like, well, maybe. I'm not sure. That's when I'm basing it off of, okay, I'm closer to being ready. But there's no exact moment where you're just like, I'm ready. When it comes to personal and romantic like life stuff, if you're like at a sporting event and you're on your basketball team, like, yeah, I'm warmed up. I'm ready for today. It's game day. Stuff like that. I guess stuff that you, that's, those are things that you can judge about being ready. But that's besides the topic at hand. Actually, no. What am I saying? I was just talking about how in some moments you may have to face something when you're not ready. And I've gone through stuff like that. And I have friends that have gone through stuff like that are going through stuff like that right now. And it's eye-opening because you, you just get thrown into scenarios that you have to solve right then and there with no preparation, with no idea with just your mindset and what you've learned throughout your life. It's scary. It's eye-opening. But when you complete it, you're like, yeah, I did that shit. I did a damn good job. Because you were thrown in, you had no idea that this was happening at this moment, and you were able to do it. And it takes time, though. You're not going to get it on the first try. Maybe not even the second try. You may be thrown into helping a friend out randomly, spontaneously, and you may not be able, you may not be able to do it the first time. And it's just like, damn. Then you just learn from it. Try again. Then you try again. And when you get that one success... You're like, I'm there for now. Because we don't want to stay in place and be stagnant, you feel? This goes back, to bring it back on topic, I was talking about how some emotions on people are ugly. It's just not a good look. Sadness on people because you know how they cope. Anger. Freaking the the people that help people become when they're angry. It's eye-opening. The shit they say when their blood is boiling, how they perceive themselves, how they perceive other people. Like with some people, when they're angry, that God complex, that narcissism, just boom, Times a hundred, and I'm just like, wait a second, wait a minute. Or there are the people who get angry, do not give a shit about their self-image, and just go in on the person they're angry at. And it's just like, yikes, they're going to regret that in the morning. (laughs) And then... You have the people who are angry and just want to 
do something about it right away. Literally, they're so angry. They're like, okay, cutting this off right now. We are settling this right now. I'm coming over. It's mm, game time. Like, dang. And it's, I say that for that one, it's eye-opening because for the people who are like that, that I know, there can be moments where they're just mentally, emotionally, like, drained and just doing their thing. Maybe just talking with some friends, doing some things to just rest or recover, to get stuff done. And then when they hear some bad news, snap! They in there, in there, bro. It's turn up, turn it up to eleven, like crazy. And it's not ugly all the time, because sometimes you know, the person that they're mad about sometimes deserves it. Not all the time. Sometimes, gotta hold each other accountable there. <laughs> but when it comes to like, yeah. The people that don't deserve it. And even sometimes the people that do deserve it. Like the lengths that they'll go. And it's just like, whoa. The persistence. Kind of scary. <laughs> kind of scary. And another thing, or I guess another ugly emotion, is during confrontations, how stern people can be yeah how stern people can be just it feels like if monotone were an emotion like there is emotion behind like their stern sternness sturdy <laughs> there is emotion behind them being stern and trying to be tough during a confrontation, but the underlying the underlying emotion, and you may catch it sometimes, because they'll respond at times, and that emotion may come out a little bit, like it may leak out a little bit, and you're just like, ugh, ooh, why was that so like demeaning? <laughs> why was that so like such a petty like response? <laughs> like, okay, like, interesting. It goes both ways. Like, how are we gonna clear stuff up if you're holding on? Uh, ay Dios mío. <laughs> so, that like sternness. Like, they try to sound like the level-headed one but the lack of emotion in their voice and the outlying emotion inside them like it clashes and it just exposes more so I'm just like yeah keep going it just none of it like in my head I'm just like keep going None of this really sounds real, but, you know, you do you, boo. I'm learning so much. I'm learning so much. It just goes back to what I said. 
the selfishness of people. People only wanting to hear what they want to hear. <sighs> That's tough. Tough. But we keep moving. And finally, the main emotion that stands out to me for being very ugly, and this goes on to me too because I've, of course, felt this emotion before. Like, <laughs> duh. That's, I wouldn't be talking about it if I didn't know about it. Like, I've felt like all these ways before. Was it as ugly as like what I mentioned? Maybe, maybe not. Someone can call me out on that because I could, I don't see myself from a like a third person point of view. If I did, I'd probably like learn a lot more about myself and how I work, which would be pretty cool. But I haven't learned how to make my astral projection yet. <laughs> so the I guess the main emotion perspective that made me want to talk about this today was jealousy quick side note my friend Aaron Peter is a music artist that's his name Aaron Peter on Spotify he has a song named jealousy check it out yeah <laughs> now Back to your regularly scheduled program. So, jealousy. <laughs> so, jealousy. It does not look good on people. Does not. Does not. I, I know it does not look good on me. Um, it looks worse on a lot more people. And, like, I say it does not look good on me, but it's not, like, uh, to my knowledge at least, it's not eye-opening. Like, I always have to explain myself Cause what is it? I'm like the the sad type of jealous. Like if the girl I like is like let's say we're at a party and the girl I like is talking to someone else, I really don't do anything about it because I'm really not a fan of like competing with other guys. Like why the fuck? This ain't the Olympics. Like I mean the girl, yeah, she is the gold medal. Like oh ill. No, I'm sorry for that. I just no, I take that back. I, girls are not object. Women are not objects. They are the best. Oh, my God. This sounds so bad. Oh, my gosh. I'm so sorry if that offended anyone. Back to the regularly scheduled program. So, <laughs> I don't like competing for people. <laughs> like The toxic masculinity, I'm not a fan of that. That's not in me. I do not support toxic masculinity. <laughs> There we go. Yay. That sounds better. Oh, I'm getting canceled. I'm getting canceled on Twitter. No, <laughs> 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 um, <clears throat> Nani? Uh, uh. Yes. I am a sad type of jealous. I am not going to go out of my way to have, like, a, a, a girl notice me or get an approval or get reaction against like overall but like especially a, against a another guy because again i follow i follow like 
the quote that my mom always tells me. It's just like, to be yourself because that's the best person you can be. And if they don't like you for you, then they're missing out on an amazing person. And I'm followed by that for as long as possible, dude. So, yeah, toxic masculinity has been thrown out of my life since, like, 2017. So, yeah, I'm not competing. <laughs> I'm not competing. I don't I, And... You know, I've learned, too, that there should have been some times where I I should have, like, put my foot down and, you know, been stern because, you know, I've liked some girls and then some friend of mine likes the same girl. And I would back off because, again, don't like competition, don't want to ruin a friendship. Like, yeah, that is the mature thing to do at times, but there have been moments where I've had, like, let's say, quote-unquote, the upper leg or I've gotten closer to said girl but you know don't do anything about it because again don't want to ruin the friendship so there we go so I go back to saying that I'm a sad jealous type of person and it's true again scenario if the girl I like is talking to another guy first off I'm not going to do anything about it because one, she can do whatever she wants. Two, I have no control of her like that or nothing. Three, like I said, I'm not going to do anything, but I'm going to be very introverted after that moment and very sad. So let's, okay, we're at a party and she's talking to someone else. And I'm just like, damn, that sucks. And I start overthinking, start overthinking. Eh, start overthinking. Fake scenarios, false scenarios, yada yada yada. Every scenario. Well, so what's the what's the what's the scenario like? Shout out Tribe Called Quest, but like, you know, I'll be creating those scenarios, and then I'm sad for the moment. Then I overthink, and then I'm introverted. Then I'm just out of it. Like I'm like socially drained, and I'm just. When I'm, like, feeling those emotions, I just go in my own corner and I'm just on my phone. I'm not on Twitter, Instagram, YouTube, playing a game on my phone. I'm not in the party mood anymore. Especially, also, when I'm feeling, like, a dark and a heavy emotion, I stray away from... I like to, again, I like to face my emotions. So, if that happens to me, I'm most likely done drinking for the night. Done doing any type of those activities because, yeah, I don't want to be a sad drunk <laughs> like no thanks so yeah just me being a sad jealous at like social events usually just ruins my vibe for said social events and you know shot like um basically just doing my own thing until the end of the night for most of the time there are some times where I've had those moments and I've like snapped out of it. And I'm like, let's not let this girl that you haven't even talked to much and you haven't even done anything with ruin your night, bro. Like, there's always next time. You know, you know, you know, you know, you know, you know. A party is not like the best <laughs> place to find my Asian shoddy, like, oh yeah, um, for anyone that doesn't know, I'm really into Asian girls.
Yes. I need to find my Nezuko-chan. Yes. <laughs> so, I'll, I will have those moments where I'm just like, huh, I don't want to do this anymore. I want to go home and play some video games to take my mind off her in a healthier way rather than drinking my feelings away. Because, like I said, I'm not one to drink solo. So if I'm feeling down, I face my emotions head on. But there have been some moments at parties where I've done the opposite. And it just doesn't help. Like, I'm just drunk and still feeling emotions, the same emotions. And I'm just like, yeah, now I'm just sad and out of control mentally and emotionally. So, again, more of a reason to why I don't drink to cope because that's when you know you're truly down in the dumps. So, back to jealousy. I'm the sad type of jealous. You can have the angry type of jealous, the one that's pissed off and wants to start something after, you know, shot seeing a girl they like. Or a guy, they like, talk to someone else. They want to start some shit. They might be talking shit. Then you have the jealous that, like I said, just uses horrible coping mechanisms. Like, you know, that girl is talking to that guy over there. Fuck that. It's boys night. Let's take a shot. And I'm just like. Are are you good? Are you good? Is everything alright? You want to talk about it at all? Whatever you're comfortable with, my man. If you don't want to talk about it, it's chill. But let's... If we're going to drink, let's drink for the right reasons. (laughs) Like, Like... Let's not drink because of her. Let's drink because we're all together and having a fun time. You dig? You dig? There we go. You have that. The sad jealous. The angry jealous. The bad coping mechanism jealous. I feel like this falls under like the mad jealous too, but like the petty jealous. Like, oh, he ain't all that. Uh, it's nothing, like, I mean, not, not, not like it's nothing, but, uh, you can't even do this. I got this. You know, that ain't, mm, eh, mm, mm, mm. See, I've done that before. I've talked to her before. It's not a first. You can talk to anyone, like, you know, uh, uh, you know what? Eh, ah, you know what? Ah, ee, ooh, 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 you know what? I'm being petty. Uh, there you go. He ain't got nothing on me. <laughs> like, <laughs> or you got like the, the false hope. Like the the jeal the jealous person that lies to themselves. Like, you can see like the emotion on them, and it's like, oh, it's nothing. <laughs> 
oh, it's nothing. Takes a shot of tequila. I'm like, what? Oh, no. It's like it's like what my friends say. Like, tequila's the, the, the blackout drink, bro. You're not going to remember. And that's what they're trying to do. They're not trying to remember. <sighs> oh, it, it means nothing, bro. Like, they're getting... They're close to each other. Nah. You know... You know, like... It's nothing. Like... How, you know, like... It's been done before. Like... She could talk to anyone. And, like... You know, just because... They're, like... Shoulder to shoulder. Maybe, like... Holding arm, it, it's nothing. I swear. Like I, I, I still have a chance. Maybe not tonight, but like an another day. Am I right? No, I gotta be right. Takes another shot. Like I, you know, <laughs> like I'm better. <laughs> I don't need her. <laughs> I just, you know, and it starts crying. It's, uh, it means nothing. <laughs> it means nothing. Like, what? You know, everyone drinks at a party. It's a party. We socialize. Well, why aren't you socializing with her? Shut up! <laughs> and see <laughs> so yeah those those are like I guess different types of form of jealousy and the reason why I say that jealousy does not look good on anyone is by the two quotes again shout out my mom like my mom's hella cool <laughs> she I had talked to her about some, like, jealousy. Not on my end, but from other people's end. And they were just, my, not they, my mom. <laughs> my mom was like, realize, realize, realize. And I'm just like, whoa. You're not wrong, though. Like, the jealous is, you got people trying to make up, people trying to not own up to stuff due to jealousy. And again, realize, realize, realize. And I'm just sitting there like, oh, it's because you don't have this. And the people over here have that. So now you want that. So now you're going out of your way to get that or you're trying to make up some other stuff to get that. And I'm just like, whoa, that makes sense. And then it, my mom also said, misery loves company. So it goes back to what I was saying earlier about the projecting of insecurities so a lot of times jealousy stems from that. And the re the reason why I may be jealous of a guy talking to the girl I like, simple. That guy's talking to the girl I like. And now it just makes me think about, okay, 
what could be what could they be talking about? Does she like him? Does he like her? Are they getting somewhere? Why can't I do that? Like, you know, insecurity right there. And it's the same thing with that. Like, you're insecure over what you don't have. And if someone else is able to get that easily, you start to complain and be jealous because of someone just being themselves. They do certain things, they have certain things, they get certain things, they be certain things, and or they hang out with certain people, or they live their life with certain people or with certain things they achieve certain heights and you get jealous because one you don't have that you wish you had that two the comparison game is freaking toxic and I think that's the main reason why I've been noticing that lately so this is an assumption Correct me if I'm wrong. So a lot of, like, Asian households, like, aunts and uncles, parents, they really play the comparison game with, like, their children. Oh, well, my my son is on varsity basketball, uh, four all straight A's in AP classes, yada, yada. Well, my son is solving the cure for cancer and you know is dating a supermodel and my daughter is straight A's has her own business and is working two jobs huh making that money and yada 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 and I really think cause this was instilled in me too cause he's an household and that's what I'm getting from these certain situations. The comparison game really stands strong with said situations that I bring up. And those are the insecurities. Um, you have maybe certain parents that are more caring, more outgoing, more understanding. And that makes you jealous because, you know, you don't have that parents are maybe more strict or less modernized and more traditional and they don't view you the same or don't view you in the light that you want to be viewed and when you see someone else have that you get jealous of course because that's only something you could wish for at this point or hope for yeah you have certain friends around you that have different ideals or viewpoints on caring and looking after someone or lending a favor and when you see other friend groups probably like reciprocating people's energy going out of their way to do stuff it's very like, I can see why you get, why people would get jealous. Like, I would get jealous. Like, I've gotten jealous about it, too. Like, I've called out some friends for, you know, 
giving, I guess, their all with like certain people and then noticing that they're giving less with me. And I'm just like, whoa, that's not fair. But it is what it is. And that's the good thing about having real ones in your life because you're able to have those conversations and, you know, shot. <laughs> Most of the time it goes well. And then sometimes you got, again, you got the people that are defensive and, you know, are like, look what I'm going through. Or how about you when you did this back then at this time? And it's like, huh? When was this ever necessary? When was it about me acting like that? Bam. Pwned. Boom. So, yeah. That's why I view jealousy as a very ugly emotion because it really is just projecting your insecurities you have a lot of insecurities you may be traumatized over some past shit you haven't fully healed yet and again it goes back to misery loves company so when you have those insecurities when you have that trauma and when you have all the shit that you're going through and when you haven't taken that time to heal to understand to grow to move forward because again you don't always have to move on Moving on is fully forgetting. Moving forward is knowing that it's still there, but it's not making you who you are. So you can move forward. If you're not moving forward, if you're staying stuck, and you know, I don't, you don't, we don't like being stuck. We don't like being stuck in this household. In this household, it's it's very noticeable when. You get jealous. You get jealous and you drag the person on the opposing side down to feel better. To, I guess, have some relief on your mental health. Because you now have a focus on something else, someone else. And it's very disheartening and ugly to see. Jealousy. Because it really, ooh, yeah, it really just, well, you hate to say it, but, because it's not always in a negative connotation. It never is only in a negative connotation. But when you have those insecurities leaking out, and when you have that trauma, even though you're not even saying anything about it, it's like naturally, like you're, you, can, you can connect the dots. You can literally connect the dots. That's when, like I said, not always a negative connotation, but with that said, some of their true colors are coming out. And again, that's not the full picture, of course. That's only part of it. So just because we see that doesn't mean that's fully who they are, but that's part of who they are. And we all have that, of course. But it is, again, eye-opening when you see certain people have that mindset or have that outlook on themselves or on other people. Which is why jealousy is an ugly emotion. Wow. <laughs>
Ah, that was great. So, like I said, oh, well, not like what I said. Oh, to summarize, life is crazy. Life is unreal. You got confrontations with people, creating tension and awkwardness. Personas, facades, masks are at times necessary, but it's very hard to keep up because it's not real. And kudos, not not really kudos, but I guess, I'm not, I don't know the word, but being able to hold a mask or be, I guess, somewhat fake to people for that long of a time is impressive, but it's also like, dude, just be yourself. Love yourself, dude. And for anyone that needs to hear that, you know, like I said before, be yourself because that is the best person you can be. If they don't like you for you, then they're missing out on an amazing person. And for everyone that is listening, you are loved. You are amazing. You can do whatever you want. You can get to wherever you want. You can meet the people you want to strive and grow with. You can achieve new heights. You can learn new things. You will try your best all the time. You will give your all all the time. And of course, you will find the real ones in your life that appreciate you for you. Take that with a grain of salt too, because if you're always being an asshole and rude to people and lying, yeah, being yourself like that, mm-mm, you got, you definitely got to switch something up. But, you know, if you have that full transparency and honesty with yourself and then are giving your all, learning, growing, understanding, listening, you will get what you deserve. You will achieve everything you want. You will be who you want to be. You will get to point A, to point Z, and so on and so forth. And that said, with that said, let's not be jealous, people. It's ugly. You don't, you don't need to be jealous. You don't need to compare yourself. Have that self-love. Who cares if someone has something you don't have? You'll get there someday. You'll get it for sure. Put that time and effort in, you will. But if you stay being jealous... If you stay remembering negative moments about yourself in the present, in the past, or about other people, you're wasting energy. You're wasting that time. And you could be doing so much more. So be transparent with yourself. Be honest. And you'll learn a lot more about yourself.
I just want to say thank you again, everyone, for another wonderful episode. Episode 6, Half and Half Podcast. Very informative. Even just talking right now, I'm just learning a lot about myself. And I hope that you all are learning something about me, about yourself, maybe about other people, certain situations, certain scenarios, life. Anything. If you have any questions, if you have any comments, any concerns, my Instagram and Twitter will be in the bio or the description, but also the bio. So again, thank you. I appreciate you. And I hope that you all had a wonderful Valentine's Day. If you were with your loved ones, if you were with your SO, if you were by yourself, if you were with your friends, if you were going through it, if you got some bad news, if it was just a normal day, if it was just a Monday, like, for fuck's sake, I had a I had an exam today, bro. On Valentine's Day, like, it was literally just a normal Monday for me. I'm not even sure if I passed the exam, but I had really, like, no time other than posting on Twitter, Happy Valentine's Day, to actually think about Valentine's Day, and and other than, other than this moment, of course. So, yeah. <laughs> I shall see you next time. I'm excited for what's in store for this. This is... Probably the longest episode to date. Love you guys. And peace.